0: On today's episode of the Blue White Illustrated Recruiting Podcast, Sean Fitz and myself take a closer look at two recent 2023 offers that just went out over the last couple of days. Uh, We'll also recap who all made it for the Ohio State game this past weekend. It was a deeper list than what we thought it would be, uh, so we'll get into some of the big names that fans need to know. Let's get it started. Fits big, uh, big recruiting weekend. I have my voice back, so uh, hopefully, I don't sound like I did last week. I was listening back to that, not did not sound very well, but uh, big recruiting weekend. We'll 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 start with, I mean, we'll, we'll get into Ohio State and, and some of the guys that I think fans need to know. But two 2023 offers went out the last couple days that uh, you and I are still digging on a little bit, but uh. You know, two important positions, defensive tackle, uh, junior college offer. I think it's Quintrell Travis. Sorry if I got that wrong. uh, Out of Iowa Western, originally from Minneapolis. And then a running back, uh, which is another important position, obviously. uh, Kedrick Riscano, I believe it is, uh, out of Texas. Uh, Kedrick has a four-star rating in both the on-three ranking and the on-three consensus. Uh, Sean, I'll throw it to you. Just anything you've been able to dig on this so far. I'm still working on these guys as well. haven't spoken with the kids yet. Uh, have been able to catch up with a few people at Penn State, but I'll throw it to you first. Yeah,
1: I mean, running back has become one of the top priorities for the staff. Obviously, you've got London Montgomery committed, um, but with his knee injury, recent surgery, um, you know, you, you can't rely on that. And then the numbers have plummeted on, uh, with the, uh, with the guys on campus. And obviously with the two freshmen taking over, it's not a surprise. And we've talked about Kevon Lee on other podcasts before, and we'll see where he stands uh, coming out of the season. Um, but you got, you got to add another guy. I think they're going to go portal in that, in that position because you can find a guy who's uh, suffice to call him a depth guy, a guy that can come in it's got experience. Um, you know, is not going to come in and take the starting job from Singleton or Katron Allen. in in, in last weekend's case, um, but you can find a depth guy that can come in and help you out and get that room sort of in order. Um, but you still want to find a developmental guy. Um, obviously you got Montgomery, but they've, they've been out and about. And, uh, the, the latest one, Kendrick Riscano, uh, d- decommitted from Michigan state, I believe last week, um, Penn state got on that right away. A bunch of schools are on that. I think Ole Miss probably is the logical choice. You look at the on three RPM and, and Ole Miss is, is, is leading on that pretty heavily, um, but, uh, I think it's, it, it's indicative of what they're kind of looking for right now. Not that there's a coaching change at Michigan state, but there's going to be a lot of interest in that coaching carousel this, la- this last six, six or seven weeks before, um, signing day. Um, it's going to be very interesting because I think they're going to, they're going to lean on that a lot. There's a lot of guys that they've been following for a long time and maybe just they're uncommitted but don't move the needle as much as some of the other guys they they offered Dante Dadell uh the the Oregon commit uh Auburn commit Jeremiah Cobb has been in there uh, John Randall Jr. is uncommitted he's a guy that they've followed out of Kansas Christopher Johnson's the guy that we've kind of focused in on um out of Florida one of those guys that could probably play running back play receiver you know just kind of do a little bit of everything James Franklin and, and Jay Wansider went down there during the bye week he's he's the guy that I'm kind of focused in on because we've Heard that a that a visit could be in, in the works, kind of expected it to be one of the last two weekends, but it didn't come about uh with scheduling and things like that. But certainly names to watch in November. But I think that's kind of the approach right now. In 2023, you've got these guys that you've been recruiting for a while. And are you completely sold on, you know, whether or not they can they can get it done for you? I know they're looking at receiver, offensive line, defensive line, uh running back as well. Probably the four main priorities, but uh, you know, they, they keep scouting. Edge is such a huge target here. I mean, it's kind of that situation we talked about with Joseph Mupoy as is, is you feel good about where you stand with him. Do you think that's the ceiling of what you can get at this point? And I think mm-hmm. that they're content sitting back, watching the coaches coaching carousel um, turn. Of course, Auburn opened up yesterday. So there's I think there's going to be options. It's just going to take a little bit of patience. I know that's not the, the easiest thing to do following recruiting, but I think it's going to take a little patience because new names in the 2023 class will will eventually pop up.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you mentioned edge is important, and it is. But it also feels to me that interior defensive line is becoming more important over the last couple of weeks. Of course, they looked at Rodney Laura. Now you have this Quintrell Travis offer, junior college guy, someone that they think could come in and uh, obviously, I would think make an impact right away. But we'll, we need to still a learn little, a little bit more about this. But that you know, the, he has got a Nebraska offer. Nebraska seems like the team there for the most part. But you know, we're, we're trying to get a better feel for. Whether he has interest in visiting or not, uh, one thing I'll, I'll mention with Riscano, you, you said Ole Miss is probably the favorite there. I, I, I've heard the same thing as far as they seem to be the firm favorite. Quinshawn uh, Quinsha Junkins, who uh, previously Penn State Dude. recruited. Penn State scouted the hell out of
1: 22 running backs, man. Yeah. yeah. Jud- Judkins is great. Amari and Hampton's good. Uh, George Petaway, very good at North Carolina. Allen and, uh, you know, Allen Singleton at Penn State. Damari Alston at Auburn. Just the top like eight guys on their board in 2022, we're all like, they're all doing it right now. And that's, that's right. pretty cool. And I, I mean, you, you got two that you really, really like, and it's just, you look around the country and, and say, well, these, these guys could have made a difference here as well. So, but it, but it's good for scouting. It's good for, it's good to know that the guys that you settled on and the guys that you've gone with uh, are legitimate players. So, you know, right. you know, running back is, is different than scouting certain other positions, like on the, on the lines, but that's a, that's a really good sign. I, I kind of liken it to the way that Penn State has recruited the portal. And you look at the guys that they've actually gone after are actual difference makers and the guys that they maybe would have made sense with that came from big schools that they've recruited before and they just decided to go in another direction. Some of those guys really haven't done anything at all. Right.
0: And like I said, I I kind of uh said the wrong thing earlier i said you know quintrell come in and make an impact right away at least just get in the mix obviously i don't think that a junior college guy could come in right away and, and be an impact maker but they're trying to just find guys who are closer to contributing uh than, well, there's, you know, le- there's levels to it it's like you know portals at
1: one side that you were you're looking for a guy to come in right away juco you want a guy that can come in right away but if you don't you've got it you know he's a three for two you've got an extra year to develop mm-hmm. him those guys they're not in world-class weight programs you know we've seen it with with the offensive linemen that come in from Lackawanna so you've got different layers there and different expectations for when when they can actually make it and I think that goes back to what we were talking about with about running back is you can find a a guy that you can put in there right away and can play some snaps for you but is this second running back going to change the outlook of your
0: running back room in 2023 I'm not sure about that no no I and I would agree so uh with Riscano though you know he's brought up a few times he's been impressed with Judkins, and you know, he recently talked to one of our coworkers the other day about the Penn State offer as well. You know, he mentioned that the, the freshman and what that's happening. You know, what he's seeing there, you know, that 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 excites him is you know an opportunity to come in and play right away. But you know, he he did mention Penn State's like one of the schools that that's really up there. They're doing something. He's speaking very positive about Penn State, which I know not everybody on our board is doing right now, which is which is funny to me uh, because usually it's sometimes the opposite. I think sometimes with with we were talking about top top level guys so it, it's intriguing to me that he has interest in Penn State let's see uh, you know if he's able to make it on campus for a visit nothing like that's been set right now I would still focus on Chris Johnson as the top guy I mean we've known for a while now that that that's Cider's top guy or at least that's what's been uh suggested to us but let's see how, how this offer impacts some things moving forward but the kid seems to have interest in penn state he's got interest in playing right away obviously penn state's showing that uh with Tron and, and nick singleton right now so let's see where it goes uh are there any other i'm trying to think any other 2023 guys oh edwin joseph got an offer from oklahoma the other day any thoughts on that i mean we, we've thought that joseph had a lot of interest in penn state and now it's just kind of gone quiet for the last couple of weeks. I'm not sure what's going on there. I mean, I do think he has interest. It, it, it's one of those things
1: where you we talked about this a little bit a couple of minutes ago. Is do you feel like he's going to be the guy that pushes you over the top, or is that better? Is that scholarship better served elsewhere? I do think Penn State was in in a really really good spot, and uh, you know they're still talking to him, still still uh, you know recruiting him, but there's different levels to that. I think what Penn State has been looking for and talking to people on campus is is they just they need some legitimate speed. Is Edwin Joseph that guy? Incredibly smooth, really, really good player, but is he the guy that's going to take the top off the defense? Now you've got Carmelo Taylor, who you hope can be that guy, but at the same time, you look at what Penn State is lacking at receiver right now,
0: and it's kind of obvious they'd like to uh, make that room a little bit faster. I was just counting our Ohio State visitor list, so let's transition to that because I was trying to get a better count on – How many guys made it this weekend, you know, uncommitted scholarship guys? Because I thought it was a better list than what I was expecting going into it just because of what happened last weekend, right? You had however many, what was it, you know, 50 plus uncommitted scholarship guys make it It's rare to see guys do back-to-back visits, but it also speaks to the region and how deep it is in 2024. I did a story on that a couple months ago, and and this is setting up to be one of the deepest uh, over the last uh, decade or so when it comes to four-star talent. So it's a little over two dozen guys who made it this past weekend. When you look at uncommitted scholarship guys, again, 2024 and 2025. Of course, I think the the top guy that that most fans want to talk about is Quentin Martin, uh, athlete, running back defensive back, linebacker, whatever you want to call him uh, out of Bell Vernon. Uh, Sean, just kind of what are you kind of hearing there uh, with Quentin Martin? Obviously, I've done some stories on him in recent weeks. I feel very good that Penn State's going to be in the mix there. I also think that they're going to have a, a serious competitor uh, from a team Penn State fans are very familiar with. Yeah, I, I do think it's Penn State and Ohio State eventually. Um, th- this one, to me,
1: is going to go for a while. Um, you look at the way that he's handled his recruitment so far, and there's, there's you know, I think there's a lot of, moving parts in that one, but Penn state's always been a part of it. I think Penn state in a good position early, but Ohio state of course is lurking. I do expect bigger offers to come in and you say bigger and you think top five, you know, Alabama might offer, I mean, Alabama offers a lot of kids, a lot more kids than you probably think. And Mm -hmm. I think those type of schools will come, but I think Penn state and Ohio state will bubble back up to the top of that list. And, and eventually that'll be the battle for them. Um, Be interesting to see how Ohio state handles him in terms of position um, Penn State has told him running back and he's a very good running back and as you've mentioned the athlete uh, tag with receiver safety linebacker all that all that kind of stuff I mean is a, a really good football player um, but these are two schools that have recruited running back at a top top level so we'll see where that um, excuse me see see where that all ends up but I, I do think Penn State impressed him you saw on the field the other day that they've Made it. I mean, he's an outward priority. I mean, everybody on that staff knew knew where he was pretty much at all times, uh, out on the field shaking hands, going to see the recruiting staffers. He really likes the staff, really likes Cider, really likes Terry Smith uh, and James Franklin. So, it, he, they've made him a priority, and he has returned the interest in kind.
0: Um, it's just a matter of this. I think this is going to be in a,
1: in one for the long run.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, one other thing that really not this is non Quentin Martin related, but one other thing about this past weekend's list that grabbed my attention was Penn State hosted four guys from modern day. I don't I've never seen that in my life. Uh, We're one of the elite programs in California. Uh, sends out some some guys to to check out Penn State. Of course, they're playing Ohio State. Yes, Ohio State does have has gotten some guys out of there in the past, and I, I think that was part of the reason they got out here because it was such a big game. But it's a really positive sign when guys like Brandon Baker. One Of the top offensive tackles in the whole country, he's rated number 76 in the country. He's coming out for a game. You had Jordan Davison, who's a 2025 running back. I'll hit on him a little bit before we leave, uh, before we end this because I got a good, it's good story there. Uh, Jack Riesler's a, a three star guy out of modern day wide receiver 2024, and then Elijah Brown, uh, four star quarterback prospect who Penn State offered this weekend. I think they offered Riesler as well, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I believe he. Did. he, he yeah, so they offered all four of those guys have a Penn State offer now. Uh, I mean, but just I go mean, ahead. If if you're gonna make that
1: trip, they're gonna offer you. Right. They, right. Especially from yeah. that school you're coming out, whether whether they push for all those guys, it's hard to say. But if you're gonna make the effort to get out here, um, you're you're probably gonna get an offer. And that's you know,
0: it's a great check mark to put beside your name. We'll say that. Right. But so in addition to that, I mean this list was deep, man. Asad brown cornerback oscar smith and a player who has been here i think once or t- i think once before i think maybe it was the second visit you know he's another four-star guy we haven't talked about a ton uh just doesn't do a lot of interviews or whatnot but he's a very talented player to get up on campus brian robinson was back on campus again you know right now he's ranked fourth player overall in ohio 119 in the nation dylan jones and elijah moore from a good council made it on campus both are four-star guys both left with offers this past weekend uh, who else am I missing here? Uh, Ife Abidjuwu, I believe it is. Sorry, Ife, if I screwed it up. St. Francis <laughs> yeah, I, I I always screw his name up. I, one of these days, I'll get it right. Uh, another four-star guy out of St. Francis. Uh, who am I missing? Keelan Adams. I haven't even mentioned him yet. Uh, ranked number 120 in the nation. I think one of Penn State's top three, four, five wide receivers in the 2024 class. Michael Van Buren, I haven't mentioned yet. Of course, another four-star quarterback. And, and Vabu Tori as well. Uh, one of the top uh, 100 prospects, according to On3, uh, safety out of Irvington, New Jersey. So I just think it's really impressive when you look at the amount of talent that was here last week. Weekend, and then the amount of talent to make it on campus for a noon game. I'll, I'll be honest, we were putting that list together and I thought there was a very good chance that, you know, not not half of it, but maybe like 20, 30 percent of it doesn't show with it being a noon kick day after a game. Traffic was going to be terrible. You know, they, 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 they a lot of these guys knew that going into it. And yet they all still made it to campus. I just I think it's a really positive sign for the direction Penn State's going right now.
1: Yeah, I think so. It was really funny because we were texting and you were sort of giddy whenever you confirmed these guys and the fact that they had a flight. Like it's it's not always. Oh yes. Whenever they confirm that they're coming to Penn State, you're like, uh, what was the linebacker? uh, Shakir, uh, Collins, Shakir you know, Collins, yeah. we're coming and we have a flight and that changes everything, especially coming mm-hmm. to state college, Pennsylvania. That's, uh, you're not, you're not booking last minute flights from California for, for recruiting visits. Um, so yeah, getting those guys out there, if anything comes from it, I mean, uh, we will very much wait and see on that. I did, I did find a little bit of a precedent here, um, back in March of 2019, Penn State hosted a big group uh, from St. John Bosco and Bellflower, which included okay. Bo Collins, who's at Clemson, uh, Kobe Pepe, Court Williams uh, went to, I think he went to Ohio State, and Ernest Green, uh, the big offensive lineman. He was just a freshman at that point. Uh, ended up at Georgia, so they have had groups come in like like this come in the past. Um, it hasn't always worked out. Um, the one that I think did work out was uh, the group from Vegas a couple of years ago, and you got Micah
0: Bowens out of it. So. Um, who, who was the safety from Bosco that went to Ohio State? I or, forget Williams. about him. Yes, yeah, they were they were in the mix with him um, yeah. a good bit. But, yeah, I did forget about that group. I mean, I, I remember Gorman bringing guys out here, and, uh, you know, we've seen some Bay Area guys, but just not, not a ton of uh, a modern day over the years. So interesting list there. Uh, I want to get into two guys real quick, and then I'll throw it back to you, any other guys you want to talk about. Uh, Brian Robinson, uh, I mentioned him, of course, four-star defensive end out of Austin Town Fitch. Uh very similar to Deny Dennis Sutton in a lot of ways. He was explaining that to me this week and that Penn State's actually been using Deny to, to kind of show him uh, how he would be used. Um, not I don't know if he's quite on Deny's level, uh, but it certainly. I mean, he he ranks 120th in the nation. He's he's a very good-looking prospect. Uh interesting thing with with Brian, back-to-back visits really stands out to me a lot. He also told me he stuck around after the game, which you don't always see. Uh, Had a good talk with Drew Aller, had a good talk with Sean Clifford, had a good talk with Parker Washington. Uh, That's just not always something we see uh, from guys after games uh, sticking around and and chatting with uh, with with players. So grab my attention there. You know, I definitely think Penn State's going to be one of those top schools. The the hard thing, you know, we always talk about reading visits. Well, this guy's taken 33 visits so far, 19 different schools. Uh, so a little more difficult to read it when you have those kind of depth there. But uh Michigan, Ohio State. Ohio State hasn't offered him yet, which is what's very intriguing to me. I kind of need to learn a little bit more about that one. But I certainly think Penn State's gonna be in the mix here. Uh he's headed to Notre Dame this weekend, been to Kentucky a couple times, uh, Michigan a couple times, a couple schools to keep an eye on. He's always oh, he say he's going to Clemson as well. Um I think in, in two weeks from now. So something to keep an eye on there. And then also, let me see who else would I, Oh, I wanted to talk about Jordan Davison as well. The 2025 running back from, uh, from modern day spoke with him last night. didn't realize this. Uh, journey Brown is a massive reason why he has interest in Penn state. I guess journey Brown was working out in California through the summertime. And uh, you know, that's uh what kick-started all of this here so he has uh, brought up a good relationship with with jaywan cider now that's kind of what kick-started all this and look he's going to georgia tennessee this weekend uh he's been to pretty much all the top sec schools and uh been to texas usc you know you name it those elite schools are out there so it's not going to be easy to get davison uh, but just having those ties with journey he says he communicates with journey still uh somewhat frequently. And that's really kickstarted his relationship with Cider, which he spoke very glowingly about. Uh I, I think there's uh just something to keep an eye on here moving forward. Uh Bashan, anybody else you kind of want to hit on here quick? Uh, just real quick with
1: Davison, very much in the wait and see category all the way in California. It's just I think I believe hit their seven on seven uh, financier has some East Coast ties. So they're going to all the good games <laughs> and it's a really really mm-hmm. cool opportunity for those guys. Um it's just He's going to be well-regarded in that 2025 class. Uh, just looking down here, um, Vebu Torre um, made it. Uh, this is a guy that, you know, has been his schedule's kind of been on and off, but he was able to make it this weekend. He's a top 100 safety from New Jersey. Elijah Moore, uh, there's a couple of Elijahs that got offers this weekend. Elijah Brown, the quarterback from modern day. Um, but Elijah Moore, big-bodied receiver uh, from good counsel, a guy that um, you know kind of kind of different than what Penn State presents on the roster right now. I know they got Malik Mega, who's their big guy right now, but uh, Elijah Moore, really, really good high school player. Um, I don't think he's gonna grow into a tight end either. He was excellent at the team camp uh, that you and I watched this yes. summer. Uh, just goes up, gets the ball. Um, they offered him, uh, they offered his t- his teammate uh, Dylan Jones, who's a running back athlete type guy who can who can really play. I believe that's a leading rusher at good counsel, leading receiver at good counsel. Uh, moving down, uh, there's a bunch of guys. Uh, Mikey Crawford's interesting. Uh, he's an athlete from Western Beaver County in Industry, PA, which is not a guy that we had in the database. It's it's not a school that I'm familiar with covering, uh, but he's got a Michigan State offer early. I think that's uh, interesting there. Um, t- moving to 2025, I'll keep going back to Deshaun Burnett. Second weekend in a row on campus. he's is a guy that makes a lot of sense for Penn State. Um, not ready to put any picks in or anything like that, but has been to the, or he camped, he earned an offer, went to the Lash Bash, went to the Whiteout, went to the Penn State-Ohio State game. I didn't check my records to see if he was at the spring game, but that's kind of the trifecta of those visits. So uh, a lot of things pointing his way. I think he's a good fit for Penn State as well. Uh, Tyke Hayes from Aliquippa. it has got some connections to, uh, to Terry Smith from a family perspective. Um, he was back on campus as well. Um, and then Fahim Delane, I'm a really big fan of his. Um, he was also... Awesome at camp, at team camp over the summer. Is he a? He's probably a safety, but he's got corner skills. He's a big guy, he's six one plus, I think one ninety five or so. Um, so is he a potential Sam? Something like that. I, I just know he can play, and I think that Penn State has him early in twenty twenty five as one of their
0: their early top targets. Yeah, another guy I want to keep an eye on eventually is Adam Shovlin too. Twenty twenty five kid from Pennsylvania, up at St. Thomas More now, Boston College, Virginia Tech, Duke, Rutgers—a handful of schools that have offered. Penn State hasn't done that yet. He did camp this year. I think obviously they, they want to just keep seeing how he progresses there. But he is a Pennsylvania native. Uh, Tyke Hayes. We didn't we didn't have Hayes on the list. I think Did you have Hayes? I don't think we, didn't we have had the Hayes. The kids on the list. They yeah. They so that yeah that was a but that's yeah that was a. Yeah, I think he's just going to be a, a somebody we're, we're going to be talking about quite a bit in twenty twenty five. Trying to think, who else oh, have about? And Lavar Arrington the second.
1: I don't know if you've heard of his dad. I don't know know how much of a prospect <laughs> he is, but uh, he's got good genes. We'll give him that. Uh, came in from yeah. California. There was a bunch of kids in from California this weekend, which obviously bolsters the uh, bolsters the visitor list. But uh, Lavar, of course, announced into the college football or announced to the crowd in the college football hall of fame and. That's cool. His other son, Kino, is at uh, Lackawanna right now and getting some interest from Penn State, uh, Virginia Tech and Old Dominion. Ricky and, and Brent both uh, showing interest there. Not sure that he's gotten the offers, but uh, there's uh, there's there's some good genes there.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm working to get an interview with Keelan Adams. He's a very important wide receiver for Penn State. I'm hoping that. I can get more on that here in the coming days. Keelan doesn't do many interviews. We've been able to text a little bit here and there, but I'm trying to get a, a formal interview to, to really kind of get him to open up and, and learn some things there. So keep an eye on him, 2024. And uh, shout out to my 717 kids, Lex Cyrus, Jared Porter, centered off in East, and Susquehanna Township. I'm not sure if they're going to be Penn State guys in the end, but they're really good players. Uh, that uh, I think we'll be talking about more and more. They're both 2025 prospects. Come on. Th- those are our 717 kids. We're both mid-pen
1: guys. So we're, we right, play different
0: right. levels of the mid-pen. But uh, I I moved back. You're you're still 814 now. But yeah, uh, my,
1: my, my phone number is staying as long as it possibly can. So I'm That's staying to 717. True. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, I didn't ask you guys to like the video. T. Frank, I'm sorry, but I will now. Please give it a like. Please give our YouTube page a like uh, on Apple as well. Give us a review. Stop being mean to Nate on Apple as well. Uh, <laughs> Nate, I just was listening to the podcast last night. Nate, Nate made me laugh uh, on your guys' Thursday podcast. But uh, now, I appreciate a review. Please give us five stars. We need that to grow. T. Frank's been crushing it on that end, and, uh, you know, we, we really appreciate it. But, Sean, I don't have a lot more to add this week. Uh, it's, you know, it was a good visitor list. They're still kind of chipping away at 2023, guys. I feel like at some point here it's all just going to take off and it, it's going to be a hectic couple of weeks. But I, I still feel like we're we're waiting for more coaching carousel dominoes the fall until we see that happening yeah it was preaching patience
1: uh, i think there's guys
0: that you could go out and grab right
1: now and it's probably not the guys that would would put you over the top uh, to get where you want to be so uh, i think patience is is certainly key uh, november we see guys pop up on visits all the time uh, i
0: think that's kind of uh, kind of what we're expecting heading into signing day yep yeah end of november there uh, especially we're looking at Keyshawn blackstock he'll probably maybe be more of a december uh, visit but uh, certainly got to keep an eye on him. but all right guys Give the, give the uh, video a like. Give the YouTube page a like. Apple, five stars, all that stuff. We, we really appreciate it. But, uh, you know, for this week's podcast, thanks, Sean, for being on. I'm Ryan Snyder. Appreciate you guys watching. Step into the world of
1: power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family.